Alright, we're live. Not really live, but we're recording. I think so. Okay, yeah, we are. Alright. This is episode, uh... What is this, 15? Yes, uh, uh, 1-5. 15, one this five. is episode 15 of the Two Americans Podcast. And we're back. Back again with another live, or another recording of the Two Americans Podcast. And we're about to start with several subjects uh well let's start with conor mcgregor getting his uh lambo towed supposedly this might be internet faked you never know so basically from what i understand is that it's his car because it's the only car in dublin that's that kind of lambo it's a hurricane i believe hurricane yeah and it's like $250,000 or a quarter million, something like that. And he had it in, like, and it has the same exact license plate number. Because uh, he had it on his Instagram and everyone saw it. And so basically it got towed. Um, we're not sure what's going to happen with the, I don't know. I don't know if it, I think it's his or maybe he's, uh, it's not his. But either way, I do think it he. I don't know. That sucks, but whatever. How much would it cost you on to take that out? Probably like a few thousand, like thousands. five thousands. thousands. Yeah. But I don't think he cares because you know his yes. hand has made him millions. Like you I, said, once. I like that millions. He has a hundred thousand dollar watch or fifty thousand dollar watch. I'm like, dude, what the heck? I'm like, I wouldn't pay more than two hundred bucks for a watch. Even 150, I'm like, what? That's expensive for a watch. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't think he cares about his Lambo getting to- towed. But I mean, he's got money. He could buy another one if he wanted to. Yeah, that's interesting. They towed, it. they towed it. I don't want to pay him to get it back. I'll just buy another. Yeah, that Lambo's. Yeah, I'll just get. It. He has the money. He'll just be like. He'll just toss it towards them, and they'll be like, okay, and you're good, Mr. McGregor. Isn't that Mayweather fight will make him a million more? A hundred million dollars. Which, I would take any fight for a hundred million dollars. Oh, I'd fight anybody for a hundred million. Yeah. I don't as care who I you are. Away. As long as I walk away to spend the money, I'd be okay with mm-hmm. that. I don't care if I get knocked out either. Nah, I'd, I'd get knocked out for a hundred million. Mm-hmm. hundred million? so much with that I would defend myself though I'd be like ah. oh, yeah. just don't knock me out with my head I'd rather you choke me out just don't hurt my head I want to be able to be functional I can do a choke out yeah alright uh... alright so what's our next our next topic uh, privacy did you, you remember those articles I sent you? Yeah. So, so I can read them all though. So basically, the Senate basically did a secret meeting. Well, they didn't secret meeting. They just kept it on the down low that they were gonna uh, deregulate or just throw out all the privacies for internet providers for ISPs, internet service providers for everyone out there. So ISPs won't will be able to sell your 
data and information that can collect all data and information without you consenting or anything like that. So they'll have your personal financial information, but I doubt they'll sell that because that would they would lose too many customers if they sold that. But they'll sell like your search history and they'll have a targeted advertisement for every website you go to. So if you're like going to a lot of UFC websites or like a a lot of websites that have to deal with one particular thing, they'll advertise to you. Or if you're like looking for houses, they'll advertise for you for houses. Uh, so that's basically what they want to do. They also have your financial information, which is what's scary because, uh, so say you type in your debit card and that gets stolen, right? But, well, it's not, it get, they get the information and then someone steals it from them because it's a lot easier to access. But I doubt they'll release that information, but... It's always a possibility. It's a bigger possibility. And, you know, there's many ways to protect yourself. Uh, a virtual private network that also track you, GPSs of your phones, laptops, uh, any uh, communication devices. Uh, they'll, they'll be able to uh, get whatever that is. They don't need your permission to look at anything. So, you know, the big worry I have is that, say I'm working at Verizon and I, you know, Say I had a, a girlfriend and she was like, uh, I want to look through her text messages. I could do that just as a Verizon employee because there's, uh, well, because well, I have access to the things, most of them. So I could check her telecommunications, see what texts she sent and numbers and all that. So that's a big worry I have that people would just misuse it or they'll sell it, you know, sell your number. Oh, okay, maybe, uh, you know this you know Conor McGregor's number this is Conor McGregor's number I'll sell that to someone that's just uh, one of the things that might happen it might not but you know let's see how they do it also collecting geo uh, location everywhere you've been everywhere you go tracking where you are uh, there's a few ways to protect yourself from that VPN virtual private networks will basically uh, tunnel you into other places so if you turn once you turn it on it'll say you're in like london or maybe new york or you know uh alabama uh milwaukee i don't know whatever city is most optimal has a, a virtual private network and your ip will be protected much better and it'll be much harder to track you and find you and look at your history and search history and you know and stuff like that and also emails is a big issue because emails are not really protected under the law so that's also a big thing. Um, but the House voted to uh, pass this law. So all it has to do is Donald Trump has to sign it. Once Donald Trump signs it, all your privacy just goes away. And maybe there might be new regulations later on, but I doubt it. Because there's so much money to be made. And basically, I know people are going to get like all upset, but basically... All the ISP providers basically bought off the House of Representatives. So basically they bought the votes, you know, like super PACs and PACs. So they just paid the money and people are kind of scared about that because, you know, they just paid the money and they decided to vote for the deregulation of it. Uh, there's a lot of ways to protect yourself, but VPN is the easiest way because it's not, it's not very complicated. You just download a software. That software will tunnel you to a different thing. There's also paid services, which are somewhat better because they have more features and stuff. But the free services will do just fine. And 
we'll see how this goes. If Trump signs it, I'll be like, oh, I would expect that, but because he's a uh, he's a deregulation guy, so yeah. it's one of those things that he wants to do. I don't think he knows exactly what it, the FCC rules are, but I do think he'll he just wants to deregulate everything, and that's how it'll go. But if he does veto it, that'd be interesting. I would like to see if if he does do that. That'd be interesting, but that's highly I unlikely. The, I think the reason that it is being passed is because do you remember that net neutrality mm-hmm. debate that was going on it was pretty intense basically saying that internet providers have to provide every you know everybody say I have like I don't know AT&T then I have to provide Netflix and Hulu I can't just provide Netflix you know I can't because I have a partner with partnership with that company so it's I think that's the reason for passing it is because that's also what is attached. I think the way it was put in was they put in the net neutrality, Democrats, when they passed it, and then they added these things so that Republicans would vote for it too. Mm-hmm. They also stuck with net neutrality. It's kind of like a compromise. You know, they each have something in there the other side hates. I think that's their reason for uh, repealing this law. I think the big thing is is that communication companies because this will bring this will boost the economy. It's good for the economy. I'm not gonna right. lie about that, but it's not good for individuals. But it's good for the economy. It'll boost the economy. The economy will get a boost. You know, that's kind of a short term thing. But once people's privacy gets violated, and people start collecting data that you're not supposed to be collecting, or data that's like, oh, should you really be collecting all that? No, that that that'll be a big issue, but. I don't see how you could protect yourself from that so i think they look at it as a way i think the main reason they're passing it is not the privacy that's just something that's attached they kind of don't really like it but they want to get rid of that net neutrality just because it's more government regulation where it should not be you know but what happens a lot in the house and in the senate is that one side will make a bill with exactly what they want in it mm-hmm they can get the majority of the votes or whatever or get it to pass but we'll put something else in there that the other side wants so that it'll pass you know mm-hmm. so say say I um, I don't know I'm trying to think of a good example say that I wanted to pass a law that says I don't know I can't think of an example right now it's basically putting two of two things in one bill mm-hmm. two like two bills in one pretty much it's a combination uh, where each side agrees on one part of it and they pass it just to have that one side they agree with passed you know mm-hmm. well, that's what happens a lot and it's pretty stupid because now we have a bunch of stuff that probably should not have been passed that is just so we can get something else through you know I don't know my, 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 my understanding of that neutrality is that the purpose of it is because they don't know what to do. That's the issue. The the, even the it is to provide it's 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 neutral it's because there's no they don't have no idea what to do. Should you just do that or not do that? And they, well, there's so two opposing sides from companies. It, like it basically says partnerships that maybe say Time Warner would have with Hulu or whatever don't influence 
others, and you can charge more just because you provide Hulu and AT and T doesn't. You know, it's preventing that basically, which is just I don't know. It's more government regulate. It's more government insert asserting themselves where they don't need to be. I don't know. I feel like ISPs need to be don't they don't need many regulations, but they do need some. The problem is that. There's not enough ISPs out there. There really isn't. There's not enough ISPs. There's a lot of areas in this country that if you want an internet provider, there's only one. Only one. That's a big part of the country. If you live in a major city, you may have two to three options. And uh, if you have two to three options, you know, which one? Are you going to go this one? This one's going to give you a better deal than that one, you know? It's just like uh, back and forth. It's not really... There's not enough competition, you know, what what you would, most people would like is competition. You know, competition rate lowers the prices and keeps the prices stable. This keeps the prices high and stable. And that's the interesting part of this, this kind of, uh, kind of idea of, you know, having, when I say monopoly, I'm not literally saying there's only one company. I'm saying that they, there's companies that have control of areas, they some areas, basically. They have some areas that they control completely, which is a monopoly, not necessarily that they're... And some of these, you know, AT&T buys out this little uh, provider that was there that was giving you a good deal, you know. There's not... Or this has faster internet, or this has faster, you know, you can stream this. You have all these extra benefits, these extra channels. A lot of people, packages and, you know, all this, you know, stuff, you know. If you switch to this one, this gives you better. But you have you usually have two, three options. That's That's all you got. So you don't really have the variety that you need or, you know, they're not so different. They're all the same or, you know, they're not as powerful or, you know, they try to get you with stuff. But, you know, the only ones that are the big dog, well, the most powerful is Google, of course, because they have fiber and they have the most powerful Internet that they can provide. And it's only selected in, in several cities or eight cities. So, you know, if that's the first option you go with because it's the most powerful and it's the least expensive so you go with that one they literally have a package where you pay 200 bucks and you get internet for life from google as long as they're alive as a company right for life as google at the same speeds you would get from t uh at&t or time not time warner well time warner got bought out but by uh at&t comcast actually Xfinity now so you would get the exact same thing they would but you would never have to pay monthly premium you just pay 200 bucks up front and then for the next for the, as long as Google is alive you'll have free internet or you could buy a package where it's 50 bucks a month and you'll get a, a gig down and a gig up or I think it's 70 or 80 but you'll get a gig up a gig down and that's the only person that provides that fast service and now that there's, uh, you know, we set reg- and the FCC, the, the FCC set regulations for internet providers to make a certain speed and increase uh, speeds of internet, and slowly but surely that has happened. But basically, the the house got bought by the super PACs, which super PACs, like good and bad, it just depends on, on what interest group you're in. Or, you know, lobbyists, they're basically lobbyists, so they just lobby for that. And they, you know, 
you know, Mr. Luke, you're the senator of what? What? Oh, you're the senator of Texas. All right, I'm gonna give you ten million dollars. Did I tell you that I really would like you to vote for? Well, actually, I wouldn't say that. I would. I would like you to uh, deregulate FCC rules, and so we can, you know, flourish as an economy. Just look on the bright side of what's gonna happen from this. You know, never looking at the negatives. I think that's good. That's a good. I think this will bring a lot of. It'll bring a lot of money, but. You know what? What is that? What you really want? You know, it's you know privacy and security. Where do you want to be? I don't know. I think part of the bill should be repealed. Part of it should not. You know. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what they can do with all this information because there's a lot of ways you can use people's information. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think. I feel like that is something that you would need to repeal and replace at the same time, not Obamacare. But we, that was last time, I think. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Then, what else we got to talk about? Um, climate, well, he didn't climate change. He rolled back stuff on coal emissions, which I think was funny because like 24 mayors or 17 mayors decided we're not doing that. That they're just gonna follow the regulations that were already set, so clean coal, uh, stuff like that. Can cities do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just any all of the the places can just say no to executive orders. But there's a lot of places that you know are Republican, so they'll just follow him. Yeah. But I think 17 or 18 major cities uh, decided mayors decided not to do what he said. Well, just like the ban where like judges just said no people said no worse. okay well that okay cities the mayor's doing that that's just worse for the, their city's economy you know it's not doing anything for them except harming them and uh, the judges saying no they cannot legally do that I don't know how they're getting away with it I don't know why people listen to them and like, they can because it's only an executive like, order they have in order to bullshit a judge is you got to go through the Supreme Court. And once the court says yes, he's right. Once he says he's right, then it goes down. You can always appeal. You can keep appealing. No, one of the president's powers is to control immigration. Right? Mm-hmm. They are allowed to do that. That is in their job, not the courts. They can't say, "Oh, this is unconstitutional," or they can't. You say, can. Oh, it's like me. Okay, say you're. Like you, I'm like, okay, you give me an order. I, you tell me to do this thing, right? And I say, sir, I can't do this because it's unconstitutional. In my mind, I'm saying, no, I'm not going to do that. It's an unlawful order. You know, say you said, go, go hurt this person or go do this. I said, no, I, I have the right to say no. I might get in trouble if I say no, but I do have the right. That's the whole point of that. And then that be challenged, like you're not gonna get through that. And then once you say that, then you can either get fired or maybe they can, uh, you know, resign you or you know they, they they'll press some type of button and you you'll be fixed. You can't. I mean, the, you I can do it. It's not advised because you're gonna start conflict. I don't understand how they get away with that because I mean, the president, one of his powers is to control immigration. That's what he's doing. They're saying, no, you can't do that. They're saying it's unconstitutional. You can just, anyone can say that. It's a freedom of uh, speech. Organizations have freedom of speech. Yeah. 
So you can just say you can just say it could be ridiculous, like something that's not really unconstitutional. But you can just say it's unconstitutional, and immediately you validate that. So now it has to be challenged. But that doesn't mean a judge from one state takes precedence over. It doesn't. It's just saying that he's 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 not going to do it because he thinks it's unlawful or uh, unconstitutional. Or it could be unlawful if you're military. A judge from one state can. What was the? What they do? They put on hold or something like that. The the executive order, or they suspended the executive order for the whole country. Hmm. How is that like possible? So if, look, look. If someone told you to do something and you said, "I'm not going to do that because I think that's wrong," then you don't do it. You can't. You can't get in trouble unless this guy says, "Okay." Unless you go through the courts, and then finally you get told, like, oh, no. But Trump went through the courts, and they said uh, they didn't agree with him. So, you know, he has to do it again, appeal again, just keep appealing. Or he can just rewrite the whole ban, and then Which send out a new ban. And then if that ban gets denied again, then just keep trying. you got to just keep switching it up. I'd wait for, I'd wait for Gorsuch to get confirmed. And then just take it straight to the Supreme Court. You could do that. That's that's another way to uh, go through it. But they can say no. It's 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 a legit reason. Well, it's not. It's not. It's not the. Yeah. It starts conflict. The problem is it starts conflict. Isn't that judicial overreach? If a judge from one state is saying that it's just he has he has the power to say that, but can he? You know, once once. You know, the third party okay. says... But here's what I'm saying. A judge from one state can't suspend an executive order for the whole country. No, no, no. It has to be multiple. I bet you it was, it was multiple people that did that. Well, no. The first time it was a judge yeah, it was from... A, that was the one that was reported, but there was plenty of judges that didn't agree with him. And, yeah, the first time it was just one. This time it was one from Hawaii who started it, and then I think 17 more agreed with him. I know Florida was one that was big on that that said no, but there was lots of judges that said no, and then and then and then he was like, oh well, these people because some of them some of them just went with it like you know, all places uh, uh, actually enforced his ban, but some places didn't. So then he said, oh, why are you not enforcing my ban? All right, I'm gonna go to the Supreme Courts. The Supreme Court's gonna set you straight, and once the Supreme Court sets you straight, you're done. You're done. You've lost or you won. That's the, the pure fact. I don't... How, how does this happen? I think people are going along or they're listening to orders that aren't even really orders. They're not enforcing the travel ban because a minority of the states do not agree with it. It doesn't matter if you think something's unconstitutional. Even... Say, say, say there's 10 of us or 10 people right here, right? You give me an order, or you give all of us an order, right? And I say no, I ain't doing that. That's I don't think that's right, you know. Uh-huh. Then me, as an individual, and say it was my state or like a part of the state, I could say no, I'm not gonna force it, so I don't enforce it. These other people are gonna follow you, like like goose gooses, and they're gonna just get do what you say. So you know, now you, how are you gonna get me to do it? Well, you gotta tell, you gotta go to the Supreme Court, say hey. He's not listening to me. Force him to listen to me, because I I exerted my executive power, but it wasn't enough. So now I have to go to you. And if the Supreme Court says it, you're you have to do it. 
You have to do it. You're forced to do it. And that's that's all it takes. But I don't know I don't know if they'll they'll like they already denied him once, so now he's just doing he did two point ban. That didn't work. I, uh, if I were him, I'd take two to the Supreme Court. It, you could like, take it to the Supreme Court all you want, but Gorsuch, I would hurry him up, like I don't know what's taking so long. Paul Ryan needs to get him through as soon as he can. Congress is being so lazy. And then you got you get Korsuch in there, and you know he could, they could still lose, and you know whatever. And they'll have the majority; they're gonna win. But first, they gotta go through the state courts if they just want to. For there's Supreme Courts in the state, and there's also the U.S. Supreme Court. I'm it's, talking about they just go straight to the U.S. Supreme Court. That's not how that works. That's the problem. I mean, they already went to the Ninth Circuit. You have to go to the circuits, which is 13 different circuits, but... They already did that. They went to the ninth, which is a big region of the country. It's more of um, western U.S. It's like, how do you say it? You start from the bottom, then you go to the top. So say the state Supreme Court didn't say yes, or like didn't like your travel ban and said no. So who else do you go to? You got to climb the ladder. Last time, they didn't even go to the state. They just went straight to the... Ninth Circuit. Okay, so you go to the Ninth Circuit, then you just keep climbing the ladder. Circuit courts. They could just go straight to the But the problem is these, like, the Supreme Court is a busy, busy entity. They have cases going through there all the time. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be on a waiting list. Uh, They they can squeeze it in there. Maybe. You know how long long it took for gay marriage to get through that? It took like 12, 13 months. 12 to 13 months once they proposed it. To go to the Supreme Court. Stupid ruling. They made up a law, which they cannot do. And people and then, go along with it. And then once it once once uh what is it? Was it yeah, uh gay marriage went through, it took like 12, 15 months just to get to the Supreme Court. Just to you know, for them to actually do it because they did it through local governments, they went up, they just kept climbing the ladder, and then finally they went to the Supreme Court, which is the godfather, I call it. Because they could argue that the travel ban is an imminent threat to U.S. security, you know, mm-hmm. just by pointing out all the danger and all the yeah. But you uh, you need you need examples. The That's the problem. If you don't have examples in the U.S., I mean, you could point outside the U.S., but you have examples here that are verified terrorism and all this stuff and things that happened yeah, recently. They have to be recently, and then you got to. There are people that try to join ISIS every month. You can find one of them from those eight or nine countries. And then you point out what ISIS saying that they're going to infiltrate the uh, refugee population. Mm-hmm. Boom. You win right there. Yeah, but your case, there's so many cases that it's like, you know, how, how you know, but bumping you a argue, case up is very difficult. I don't think. If you argue it's a threat to national security, then you're going to get in. You're gonna take that's gonna take precedence over the little stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah, but you know? you're gonna when you say that it's gonna only go through the, the the circuits first. Then you gotta go. It just takes time. Government is the slowest entity I've ever seen. It's they like go straight to the Supreme Court. It's not a well-oiled machine. It's like it's like broken or it's stuck. I don't say it's broken because it's stuck. Oh, how do we get out of this? Oh, there we go. And it just, you know, over time it gets better and better. And it just it takes very long time for governments to do things. And they, they really, 
the process is the, the reason why this process is because they made the founding fathers design this process to take a long time because they want you to think they want you to have time to react they want you to do this and do that and of course they didn't expect the internet bro they did not expect us to get information that fast so you know it's an outdated system so you know how do you update it oh, you try to update it with laws you try to update it with amendments you amend this you amend that you know a lot of there's 27 amendments right now you know the last one was in 1977 92 or something i don't remember and you just keep adding on amendments you keep getting rid of laws deregulate this i don't like this law let's get this law out of here there was this law that said milk is like gold you're not supposed to waste it in California. That law got finally destroyed. So now now milk isn't gold. So isn't worth gold. So this is stuff like that. And there's silly, silly laws out there. You've broken laws you might, you never even heard of. Congress is not doing anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when they actually do something, if they wanted to do something, they could do it quick. They got, who was it? Who did they get the first night? They got James Mattis sworn in as defense secretary, right? Mm-hmm. The day of the inauguration. And then about an hour later, they got... Was it, who was it? Who's the other guy? Uh, I forget this guy. Which What was he? What position did he have? Director of Homeland Security or something like that. I have no idea. It was, it was something like that. They got two of those people sworn in the day of the inauguration and they got what like th- three executive orders signed oh yeah that was a busy week for him and that was in one day yeah if they wanted to they could be so efficient but paul ryan he's being pretty lazy he's got like yeah maybe we'll do uh you know one little one little vote here and take the rest of the week off what, and then we'll do one and then once once day. once the healthcare thing won't be back for what 120 90 days they can't. They can't. They can't uh, yeah. send anything to you for ninety days. Mm-hmm. And then if that if, say 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 the bill doesn't go through and it gets denied, that dude Trump is smart when it comes to that. When he pulled that withdraw that bill, because he he knew he was gonna lose. That's a smart. That's a smart move because if that bill got denied, it would have taken two years to he could have proposed another health care plan. Two years to repeal. Wow. So then you know. You can't. He, he. You know. He's like, okay, I'm gonna lose this. All right, we'll fix it, and then we'll see if we can make this go go much more smoothly and have the votes that we need. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they wanted to, they could get Gorsuch in in about a week. They do back to back hearings. They could probably vote on. They could start working on a couple issues. Did you hear about the noons? The noons. They finally figure out. They finally. Uh, uh, Nunez or whatever. Yeah, his uh, it was a Trump. His where he got his source was a Trump aide. And the Trump aide got fired. I was like, what the heck is going on here? It made or no sense. Yeah, 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 like the one who said, who told. Oh no, uh, I forget what who it was. It was some lady. But she was the one who basically gave the information to Nunes, and uh, so. so they don't know what's going on because. They're, it's it's really a shuffle right now because 
They're like, oh, she's a Trump aide. How'd she get this information? They don't know where she got the information. She got it from Trump, of course. That's, or she, I don't know who she got it from. She talked to someone. Trump was like, here, give this to the committee investigating it, you know? The problem is, is with Nunes is what he did. You're not supposed to do that. It's just not, not, not you know, you don't skip the, your, you know, it's like your boss, you have a boss, and then you have a boss above the boss, right? So then yeah. you, it's just it's like, like you going, hey, boss. it's like you saying, I'm not going to talk to my boss. I'm going to talk to the boss of my boss. Yeah. That's not, yeah. that's not uh, ethical per se. Why not? More efficient. It's, I mean, skipping the chain of command is pretty cool yeah. and all. The but the thing I hate is that, oh, well, he's just kind of skipping the bureaucracy, you know? Mm-hmm. The thing I hate in, uh, in that, I don't know, to an extent, is some cha- some of the chain of command, it's like they make it too so long where it's, like, pointless. Like, I don't even care about going up to these people. You know, I'm just going to skip these two. Go straight to the person it matters to, and get it. It works. It does work. It saves time. It saves things from getting lost in translation. You know, passed on. Um, it's just easier. It's more efficient. And it's just I don't know. It's just a waste of time when you got to go up the chain of command for little things. You know, things that. It's the proper way to do it, but you know the way things get done, the fastest way is just to skip everyone on the list. Go to the man at the yeah. top. And if the man at the top can't help you, you go uh, one step down, down, one step down, one step down, one step down, one step down, until someone can help you. Mm-hmm. Instead of going one step up, one step up, one step up, one step up. I like and that. My approach is go up to the top and then go down from there. When it comes to chain of command, I know you're supposed to go in a certain order, but like I just skip the order and go to who it's going to end up to eventually. That's gonna make the decision, you know. Yeah, yeah, but the problem is that guy's gonna be pissed at you. Like, why didn't you not come with come to me? Yeah. I wouldn't care. I don't care about stuff like that, you know. Uh, th- that's a big issue, though. Most people don't like that. Like, really, you didn't talk to me about your issue first, you know? It's like you just went to him. You're, you know, I'm just gonna go to this guy. Anyway, I could have you know? fixed. I could have fixed that for you. That's what they usually say, or that's what they would say. I could have fixed that for you. You know? Well, some stuff, some stuff has to be passed up the chain of command. Yeah, but, like, but, but, but ROTC, you don't know yeah. until you do it. That's the problem. Yeah, in ROTC, we have it to where you have to go to this person, to this person, to this person, to this person. And they want the orders to be passed down from here to here to here to here. When it's way easier just to go from here to here or from here to here, you know? They're wanting to add all these extra steps, all these moving parts that aren't, like, are not necessary. I don't like that because it's like playing telephone. You ever yeah. play telephone? Yeah, stuff gets lost in, in the game, you know. Hello, how are you? Oh, hello, how are you? You know, people just mistranslate it. Hello, mm-hmm. who are you? I that's not what I said. That's why rumors get started and stuff just doesn't happen. Yeah, but I mean, like, the it was pretty inefficient in ROTC because we have our flight commanders, right? Mm-hmm. We have our deputy, then we have our flight sergeant and our element leaders, and then we have the rest of the flight. The way things they wanted things to happen, it was so stupid. They wanted to go from flight commander, and then they wanted the flight commander. And this is have you ever used that remind app, at remind one hundred and one? Yeah, yeah, I've used it. They wanted it to go from commander to flight sergeant, and the flight sergeant would tell the element leaders, then the element leaders would tell the elements. 
Wouldn't it be easier to go from fight sergeant to elements? Or, or just have everyone in one pool. That's what I would yeah, do. I mean, they wanted, they were creating three different... I mean, they wanted to go from here to here, then from here to here, and then from here to here. And it's just like, we just go from here to here, or maybe one step down if he doesn't have time for it, and then go out. But just extra steps they're creating that are unnecessary and just dumb. Yeah, that's the way a lot of that's the way a lot of things work in ROTC. I think. I've noticed there's, yeah. There's, they make they work. It's not even they. Work, I don't know. You've heard the saying: "Work harder, not smarter," mm-hmm. or "Work smarter, not harder." Sorry. Yeah. You've heard that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not even being smart. Like, they're not even working hard. It's just like they're being stupid. Like work smarter, not stupid. You know. That's that's the way I see it. I don't understand why people do that. They just like hitting their heads against the wall, I guess. Pretty much. They want, they're just, I don't know, it's just inefficient, you know? A lot of inefficient ways. That's how the government is. The government is inefficient. That is necessary for some things. Excuse me, they're not inefficient. They're semi-inefficient. Yeah, correct. There's an economical, economical model, I forget. I forget it's called semi-efficiency. And then there's one that's efficiency. And there's three types of models. Maybe you'll learn this in economics. I'm not sure. But you'll figure it's like a, it's totally efficient. Everyone has full employment. Everyone has everything to do. Everything is efficient, right? Then the second model is semi-efficient, which is like you're efficient and in, into these ranges. And then uh, you have, uh, uh, I would, what's it, non-binding efficiency is basically like it's all over the place. Right now we're in a semi semi efficiency, in you know, lots of there's jobs that uh, I don't want to say how to say this. Jobs are not some jobs are useless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Government jobs like they don't have real purpose. They're just there for show to keep people employed, uh-huh. and they have no they they're not really being used. You know? Yeah. And you're not being used for anything. So you know that's just keeping them on the roll, keeping people's jobs, keeping people's like that. So you're being semi-inefficient because some jobs are actually important and very contribute to the society and contribute to the overall market value of the U.S. Uh, stocks and bonds and everything out there. So I think that's interesting. I wonder how how Trump wants to change because I, I don't know. I think he wants to go towards an efficient, a complete efficiency. And that might lead down to a non-binding efficiency, which would be uh, all over the place. People would have ridiculous high-paying jobs that are overvalued. People would be undervalued. It's really trying to figure out where that balance is. Do you want everyone to be employed, or do you want a lot higher-paying jobs and less people you know, being employed? 10% unemployment rate, but everyone's getting paid really high? Or everyone has a job, and everyone's getting paid less? I think well, I I don't know. I also think his tax plan is pretty cool, lowering taxes. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I could could you imagine paying forty percent income tax? No. Why that's would you just, want to do that? That's, that's expensive. Crazy. That's too much. You make more than four hundred thousand a year. That's what you're paying. Mm-hmm. And then forty uh, percent. That's so much. If you make ten million dollars one year, you're only keeping six. That's retarded. That's not cool. And then you got to think about it like this. Like, his, like people don't understand that t- cutting taxes is actually 
it could be a good thing. He might be wrong, but the the, the model he's thinking of is like he cuts taxes, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people have more money to spend. Tax revenue will go up. Uh, more he'll he'll stimulate he'll stimulate the market, and people will start buying stuff and moving stuff. So uh-huh. that's his plan, and he'll go from uh, too high of taxes to a, a, a maximum revenue in taxes. Taxes, tax revenue will go up if he lower taxes. That's his idea. It's yeah. a good, it's a good idea. But if he's wrong, and he lowers taxes, the government will lose tax revenue. And if they lose tax revenue, you'll see lots of government spending, especially the discretionary spending, be. Uh, and they're gonna have to figure out how to do that. And if that discretionary spending, yeah. Because there's mandatory spending, and that's Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security. Social Security, that should, I can't believe that's still a thing. Oh, because it it's, it's been that adopted, that's the problem. It was created during the Depression, and it was meant to be temporary, just until we're out of it. And Yeah, but people had so many invested into it. Yeah, but now we still have it. Mm-hmm. Like, we could draw Social Security at 65. Once huh? we, we, could, we could draw Social Security at 65. Yeah. But the problem is, is the money going to still be there when we're 65? I, I doubt it. I, I don't think you should bet on the money being there. I would pass a bill saying that anyone who has not paid the Social Security tax, like 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds that mm-hmm. have not had a job and younger, if they have not paid the Social Security tax, they won't get it, and they will not have to pay the tax. Yeah, but if you're working, you get the social security. You put money, you put money into the social security. But what if yeah. that money's gone because people are taking so much money out of it, and that it's point. not growing? Inflation rates and all that stuff. Just... Well, it'll still be paid by us because we've paid the social security tax, so we'd have to keep going, you know, go through with it, follow through. But people now who have not paid that tax once, they don't pay it at all, and they just won't get social security. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know that that's... pool of money is just going to dry up really quick. Yeah, eventually it will. And but then people are also going to stop using it, you know? Yeah, that, that's why you invest in the, the market or any type of funds. Oh, yeah. And that's that's where, you know, it's not as great as it. It's not a super interest rate, but you'll get 7 maybe 8%. Seven, 7 over time is pretty good. Yeah, but you got to – the problem is you got to involve inflation. Inflation goes up and down all the time. Right now it's at like 3 Maybe two point six or something. Uh, once inflation goes up to four or five or six, God, God, for, I mean, inflation is good for certain people. You know, inflation is good for people in debt because it, it creates a deficit in between. So you, 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 the you'll pay actually less for your debt than you actually would. But if you have deflation, which is basically going down, that deflation will create will be great for people who put money in the market. Or you know stocks, bonds, uh, whatever you funds, mm-hmm. and that'll be great for them. But if or for you know people like that, but for other people it won't be as great. It just depends. I I don't I don't think people understand that the, there's not all once or one size fits all kind of deal. Yeah, you know I this know, this might be good for you. This might be bad for this guy. Yeah, I just think it's pretty pathetic that we're still. You know, people still, we still have Social Security, and we're not in the Depression or a recession. We're fine, you know. 
And people, 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 re- 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 they retire with. That's their thing, you know. Huh? That's they retire for social security. So when they retire, they take out social security. That's their only form of income. Mm-hmm. And they're sixty-five, and God forbid they live to like ninety. They're not gonna have any money. Yeah. There's no gonna be anyone giving social security money anymore. If no more people, if we just start phasing it out, like as of right now, if you've not paid the social security tax on your income, then you don't get it. Whoever has paying and just keep paying it. And eventually, I mean, it'll just in the end, once the last person with Social Security dies, there shouldn't be much left in you know in the government's bank account for that stuff or for that section or whatever. It should be all fine after that. Social Security should they should find a way to get rid of it eventually. I think it need. I don't know. It's I think it's unnecessary. It's, it's not. Point. It is unnecessary. The problem is, is people are invested in it. People have. Yeah. Well, you, know, again, you take away Social yeah. Security, you might have well just said fuck half of America. Well, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be people who have paid it already. It'll be you know if you've paid it once, you got it. You know mm-hmm. you're already locked in. Or if you've not paid it, you don't need it. You're not relying on it. You haven't invested in it. You don't get it. You know. Mm-hmm. It's like it was never there. I don't know. That's, huh? What'd you say? Nothing. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it just depends on what situation you're in. The problem is you can't. It's not gonna be you know. Everyone's not gonna end up happy. Someone's gonna get screwed, and that's the problem with people. You know, they just like oh I don't want to be the one to get this issue, uh, you know, dropped on me, so it doesn't happen to them. But well, the thing is nobody's nobody's just gonna be like. Ooh. the people who need it won't be without it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll be fine. Yeah, that, that's but, interesting. I don't know. If we did it like that, where, just I mean, I've said it already a few times, but if we did that, institute it, like, tomorrow, mm-hmm. then we'd be fine, you know? I mean, we'd it, be would, fine. it would all... Yeah. Uh, it would work itself out in the way that like, economics wise I don't know it's, yeah. it's a big it's a big thing and people have so much like oh no they, they, they can't take away my social security that's all I got and well not people will take it away from you we'll take it away from the people who haven't started paying hmm. for it yet yeah that's, that's interesting the problem is inflation say you 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 gave it one dollar back in 1990 right well, that dollar has, if you added inflation to that, that dollar is probably worth like 20, 40 bucks at an insane rate that we, inflation rates that we had. I remember one year there was, I forget, like a 9% inflation rate. That's ridiculous. Five. And, you know, right now we're at like two, three, uh, well in point we're at five. So you have all these, that inflation rate. So that money in the social security is worth less now, right? Not you can't give everyone that money because there's not enough money in there. You just dry it up, and it'll be gone. Eventually, it will, unless the government just decides to print and just put money in there, or the treasury. I mean, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't. How much of a deficit do you think it would be? It would be huge. Just because of yeah. inflation, inflation is the big issue. If there wasn't any inflation, that would wouldn't be a problem. 
You know what we could do to make a little quick income? What? We could put a 1% border tax for one year on Mexico mm-hmm. and make $3 billion. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Boom. Problem solved. We just fixed the Medicaid, Medi- no, sorry, Social Security problem. That's going to take 20 years to fix. Not more than that. It'll be like 50. Mm-hmm. We just fixed that in one year. We just paid for it. Done. All right. Well, that was Social Security talk, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's been almost an hour, guys. So thank you for listening. I don't even know what we talked about, but it was great to have you all listen to us, even though we're just two people that don't know what they're talking about. If you all have, you can listen. I don't mm-hmm. know if we have anybody listening. We have... Uh, 20 or 19 subscribers on our iTunes. So if you subscribe, thank you very much. And if you check us out, check us out on YouTube because we need some support right now on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you we think YouTube's things. isn't doing as well as the iTunes? So come to me and yeah, I don't know how other people are getting 114 subs. Well, thank you. And <laughs> this was the Two Americans podcast. Was this episode 15? Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye.